Hi, guys. It is either Thursday, May 7, or Friday, May 8, depending on who you are. All right. You are doing this the day you don't have your Socratic seminar. All right. So if you have your Socratic seminar on Friday, you're doing this on Thursday and vice versa. All right. So for today, it should be very quick. You need your essential and skill questions, your notes, and your assignment post for today. All right. What we're going to do here is we're going to end the Cold War and wrap the unit up for you. All right. So you should take some quick notes on the following slides of 42, 43, and 44. All right. So what we would normally do in class is between Korea and Vietnam and ending the Cold War, we would take a few minutes to, uh, or take a day or two to look at all the other places in the world that the United States and the Soviet Union got involved in the Cold War, where they would overthrow each other's types of governments. The United States would go in and overthrow communist governments. The Soviet Union would go in and overthrow democratic governments, etc., etc. But they would always do that without actually going to war with each other. All right. It's really interesting. Sadly, we don't have time to cover them all. So we're going to skip ahead. So Vietnam was in the 1960s and 70s. All right. We're going to skip ahead to the mid or sorry, the end of the 1970s and through 1990. All right. So on slide 43, you'll note that the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan in 1979, all right? Afghanistan at that time had a communist government. They were facing an insurgency called the Mujahideen, all right? Osama bin Laden, the mastermind behind 9-11, was a part of the Mujahideen in Afghanistan, all right, fighting the Soviet Union, all right? So, the organization Osama bin Laden founded, Al-Qaeda, and its offshoots, like the Taliban, were part of the Mujahideen originally in opposition to the Soviet Union. And what makes this so beautifully ironic is that the United States supported the Mujahideen against the Soviet Union with supplies, weapons, and training. All right, The United States trained the Mujahideen to defeat the Soviet Union in Afghanistan, all right? The Soviet Union in Afghanistan had a really hard time, just like the United States had a really hard time in Vietnam, all right? Afghanistan was the Soviet Union's Vietnam, except that it was much worse for the Soviet Union, all right? They poured more resources and people and money into their war in Afghanistan than the United States poured into Vietnam. All right. And ultimately, the Soviet Union was unsuccessful in Afghanistan. And because of this, a man by the last name of Gorbachev became the leader of the Soviet Union in the 80s, and he advocated moving away from communism some, all right? His two policies were called glasnost and perestroika. You can look at how to spell those on slide number 44. They mean to be open for glasnost, 
and perestroika means to restructure society. All right, and what he wanted to do was move away from communism some so that the Soviet Union would not collapse. However, he didn't move quickly enough, and in the early 1990s, the Soviet Union collapsed. The Berlin Wall that separated the parts of the communist part of Germany from the other half of Germany was knocked down by everybody. The all of the different countries under the control of the Soviet Union became independent again and no longer communist. So with the end of the Cold War, the only remaining communist countries left in the world were um, North Korea, Vietnam, and Cuba, China, and Cuba. All right, North Korea, China, Vietnam, and Cuba were the communist countries left in the world. Those are the communist countries left in the world with the collapse of the Soviet Union. All right, so we, you'll see on slide number 45 that when you're done with this, you should describe to someone in your house how the Cold War ended. And then in the assignment post for today, Mr. Meyer is asking you to describe the one thing from Unit 9 that was most interesting to you. All right, you can put that in a separate doc or a private comment and turn it in in the assignment post for today. That's fine by me. All right, and then make sure the new lesson question you add into your essential and skill questions and answer it, please. All right. Um, Really quickly for your essential and skill questions, I believe that the only one you don't you don't need to answer the Red Scare and Joe McCarthy one, right? You don't need to answer that one. I believe all the other ones we did or will do with the Socratic seminar. All right, all right. Uh, those essential and skill questions are due Monday at 8 a.m., all right? You absolutely can finish them and turn them in before then. That's fine, all right? Um, next Monday, we're going to start our last unit, unit number 10. It's going to be four class days. All right, and it's going to be about everything that happened in the United States after 1950. Obviously, we're not going to cover everything in four days. All right, simultaneously, you'll have the first part of your final. Remember that, remember the survey you did a little while ago when I asked you if I had you write an essay? What would you like? Would you like a day or would you like a week? outside of what you need to do for each day to write the essay. And overwhelmingly, you guys chose a week. So my hope is to have that posted for you for this weekend so that you can at least examine it this weekend. And it will be due before, it'll be due before final exams. All right. Okay. I think that's everything. 
Mr. Myers looking forward to seeing you and chatting with you for your Socratic seminar, or Mr. Meyer enjoyed seeing you and chatting you with it, your Socratic seminar, depending on what day you're doing this. Have a great day, great weekend. Mr. Meyer will catch you next week.